Are you having trouble hiring laborers at your landscaping company or other positions like foreman or even office staff? Well, you're not alone. And it could be that the wages you're offering are from like 10 years ago. And in today's podcast interview, I'm gonna interview a successful landscape company in Colorado and how they actually increased their, their wages 30% for their existing staff so they could also afford to um, pay new employees at the current market rate. And how did that work out for them? So let's find out in today's episode. We weren't getting the leads that I knew we could. We weren't getting the right leads. What started happening is that our, our leads are more qualified. Our sales have probably gone up by about 10 to 15% a year. We're gonna increase our sales volume by a million dollars in a year. Hey everyone, Jack Jostis here and welcome to the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing Podcast. This show is all about growing your lawn and landscape company with the right customers, increasing your profit and enjoying a better lifestyle. And a key part of all of this is having great people on your team to help you serve your customers. And right now it's, um, you know, it's September 2021. It's a what a weird time. I don't even know how to describe the time, but I can I can at least say that you know certainly wages have increased drastically. Um, it seems like they have since <laughs> for the last ten years, yeah. but but especially in the last couple years. Um, and and so I'm here with Nate Fedig. We're we're on a job site in Windsor, Colorado. It's really cool. Um, you may have seen our other interview where, that we did here. If you haven't, um, they're installing a water feature. And fun fact is that they, when this was a development community, you all did the design, but didn't install it, right? So right. Another, another contractor installed this. It's looking really good. And now you're doing this enhancement project that you're doing some hardscaping. And uh, anyway, it's been, it's been fun meeting your team. Yeah. They were, you know, we, we shot a recruiting video today, and I have to say they did an incredible job. They were all nervous. None of them liked being on video. Nobody likes being on video, except for weirdos. <laughs> you're, you're pretty good at it, but your roommate in college was a, into video, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he was a film major. <laughs> well, so, so for people who haven't seen you or heard of you before, who are you and what is Alpine Gardens? Yeah, I, I'm Nate Fedig, general manager and vice president for Alpine Gardens. We're a design, build, maintain contractor in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, we've been around for a little over 43 years now. Right on. And um, what have you seen, in maybe even since you've worked in the industry for so long, what has changed with labor and with hiring people? And Yeah, I mean, I think it's no secret that labor's been, become extremely difficult to, to find and maintain. Um, and the methods of which you, you come across employees has changed drastically even in the last couple of years. Yeah, it, it really has changed a lot. And one of the things that you shared in our mastermind was that you actually don't use the H2B program. You, you only hire local people in the community, right? Yeah. And why is that? Well, we feel there's too much uncertainty in the H2B program. And um, we'd rather go into the season knowing that we're gonna have a hard time finding our guys than find out in April that we're not getting any guys because of Somebody forgot to renew a bill. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a lot of um, uncertainty with that. You know, I know I have clients who do both. 
I, I'm intrigued though about people like you who, who choose not to use it because now you've, you've got this limited labor pool of the kind of Northern Colorado area. There's a lot of great landscapers here. There's a lot of great yeah. construction companies. There's just a lot of competitors. Right. Um, so one of the things that you did that was really interesting was, was you realized that what you were currently offering was like way below market. Yeah. And then you brought your current staff up to market and then increased your rates. So tell me, like, how did you kind of arrive there? What were some of the challenges you were having? Yeah, I mean, for the last several years, it's been hard to hire, but it seemed like this spring, the applicant pool just dried up. We weren't getting any applications. And um, so then we, I, I took it upon myself to go look at, you know, what other jobs we're offering, not even necessarily in our industry, just in our area. And I decided we need to raise our starting wage to be competitive and, and attractive. And and by like how much? You uh, know, we, we had, we raised everyone, uh, every current employee's wage around 30%. And so how did you tell them about this? Did you just suddenly like, Oop, hey, their next paycheck had this like, huge increase or did you have a meeting or like what did you how did you tell people yeah well you know we were we were starting to get in dire straits for needing people and so but we we certainly didn't want current employees seeing on indeed that we were offering you know three dollars an hour more than they were making so we we disseminated the information through all the supervisors and just told everyone hey you need to go have a talk with your staff today so that we can post these ads tomorrow and uh, everyone's getting a raise effective immediately. And what was the reaction from people from that? Oh, I mean, the people that were here liked working here already and so they were pretty ecstatic. <laughs> That's amazing. So did any of them then find a referral or did yeah. any of them suddenly like, oh, I, I have three people or like, I guess just from a word of mouth standpoint, how did that so we, we actually at the same time started an employee referral program um, and we, we had some success with that, um, but honestly, it, it more happened organically that um, I think we found that we were better in line with the market after we did that. And, and so did you notice an increase in response to your online ads for positions? Yeah, almost immediately. Um, <laughs> we went and we posted a laborer position and in three days we had 16, 18 applications when the week before we got none. Wow, that's a huge increase. Yeah. You know, I, I have to share that I went through this experience myself of, um, and, and it reminds me of the topic that I was talking to you about of being an accidental employer versus an intentional leader. And I've, I'm at the point now where I've realized I am the leader and I need to choose to be and I need to own it. And there was a while where I actually resisted that, where I was, I was, I had, I was the internet marketing director at Ramblin' Jackson and there was no CEO. Hmm. And then we started and I started hiring people and my hiring process was like, I would go and have a beer with people. And if I, if I liked them and I thought I could trust them, I hired them and that didn't work out. And then I, I kind of got better. Um, but, um, I had a really hard time starting to fill positions and I realized that I was way um, under market. Man. And one of the things that helped me get to market was actually closing my office. We became a remote company two years ago. So it was six months ahead of the whole COVID yeah. when it became cool to meet on Zoom. We, we started six months ahead of that and I was able to alleviate that overhead and then 
increase this the similarly and I increase this the salary of my current people and then start hiring at a appropriate rate and it definitely helped yeah um, but you can't just suddenly get rid of your office and and uh, you know all your nursery all this right. you you have overhead so how, how do you find a 30 percent increase in labor like did yeah. you did did that day did you also go to your customers and say hey good news everyone <laughs> no we we understood as a business decision that we couldn't go to our our clients that had already signed a contract and and make our problem their problem in that instance but that day i can tell you that we went into our estimating system and adjusted our crew average wage by 30 percent um you know so the only time time we had was our back current backlog that yeah. that we were going to eat a yeah. small bit of margin so, so you so not only did you increase the wages of your of your current people and the new hires but you also adjusted promptly um in your cost of goods yeah so what kind of reaction came from the other side of the market, the customer? Yeah, honestly, we didn't notice a slowdown at all. <laughs> yeah. Does that make you wish that you'd increase your rates sooner? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> that, that was, it was a scary, scary decision. We talked a lot about it in our uh, management group um, once, once I brought it to them. And we just decided we didn't have another choice because if we didn't do it, we wouldn't have anybody to put the jobs in. Yeah. So, so walk me through what are, what are like, how do you just make a decision in those scary moments? Because I'm sure that this was that you probably lost a little sleep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I imagine you have a, a, a pretty big staff. Yeah. This is, this is, you're not talking about three, 5% here. You're talking about 30%. Right. And then increasing your price to customers. Yeah. We, um, you know, like I said, I, I kind of had explored other options of what we could do to attract applicants over the preceding months, and it wasn't working. And this was kind of the the nuclear option, so to speak. We, we didn't know what else to do. And so that, that kind of occurred to me, and I took it to our management team. We all discussed it. We discussed the pros and cons, and um, we, as a group, decided that's what we were going to live with. And so that was what we moved forward with. Right on. Well, hey, thanks so much for sharing this. You know, I, I, I share this with a lot of clients and they don't do one of the key things that you mentioned in this interview, which is you went out and looked at, well, what other jobs can people get? Right. I had a client who sent me one of their Indeed ads and it was, it was like 12 to $15 an hour. And, uh, for an experienced position and you're laughing, right? You know, like, and I, 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 I couldn't laugh in the meeting, but I had to, I had to be like, Hey, let's just look on indeed. And we found jobs that were $20 an hour yeah. with benefits, with no experience inside. So it's like, would you rather be like, some people would, you couldn't pay to do that job inside, but a lot of people are like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go take this other job that's way easier, that pays me more, that's inside. And so you looked around and did you, did you see anything like that where you're like, oh my gosh, like what were some of the positions? Yeah, I mean, when you started looking at or seeing even fast food jobs where they were offering $15 plus an hour, and it's like, okay, well, I mean, what we do is hard work and, you know. And it's a, it's a skilled trade. It's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know that you, you can take entry-level people and teach them, but a lot of this is, it is hard work. It's outside, it's physically demanding. Yeah, and. It's hot. 
I mean, you just have to make sure that the people that are doing the work are compensated fairly and enough so that they want to come work hard. <laughs> All right, Nate. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I'm super inspired by what you did. Seriously, that was really cool. And I hope that people listening take action and um, know that you can, you can do this too. My name is Jack Jostis, and thanks so much for listening to the Landscaper's Guide to Modern Sales and Marketing podcast. I am releasing a new book called The Tree of Good Fortune, and I actually I have a, a short interview with Nate in that book, and uh, you've got to get yours. I'm going to send you a free copy. All you have to do is pay for shipping. It's um, available at treeofgoodfortune.com, and I'm having a book launch party on October 20th at the GIE Expo. So learn more about that at treeofgoodfortune.com.